Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Live Faithfully podcast. My name is Jalea or Kina Marin, and I am so glad that you all have taken the time to tune in, listen in, and see what the Lord has for us today. In terms of social media, I am on Patreon as Live Faithfully. I have a website or a blog, um, kinamarin.com, and I'm on Instagram as live underscore faithfully blog. So, to be honest, this is the second time I'm actually recording this because I was doing the podcast and I realized I wasn't recording, but I was so full of the Holy Spirit, like I was so in it that I'm honestly not even mad. Like, I felt like I just gave myself a word, and now I'm more inspired to give this word to you. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and pray and jump into this. Father God, I just ask that you just bless those who are listening. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your word. I thank you for revelation and understanding. Father God, I just thank you for all the things that you are doing right now in our lives. Father God, I ask that you would just... Do something special for those who are listening, Father God. Would you just show up in an, in an unexpected way, Father God? Show up in ways that only you can, Father God, where there will be no way we can say that anything else happened but the Lord. Jesus, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would just saturate us in your presence on today. And we just give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Man, amen. So I have a couple persons that I wanted to go over with you today, and they're all going to be in the Passion Translation. For some reason, I have been like really hooked on that translation, but of course, my original is the KJV, King James Version. And of course, I usually just switch in and out with different translations just for deeper knowledge, deeper understanding, things like that. Because sometimes you can say something three different ways and people get different things out of it. So today we're just going to be reading through the Passion Translation. We have three verses that we're going to go through and I just pray it blesses you. The first verse is Psalms 33 11 and it says, his destiny plan for the earth stands sure. His forever plan remains in place and will never fail. I have highlighted here his forever plan. It is so important for us to realize and remember (laughs) that our plans are not the end-all, be-all. Our plans do not supersede God's plans. Our plans are to be submitted to God. They should be given to Him in order to show Him that He is our Lord. Like, our plans and what we think should happen and what we think that person should, how we think that person should respond is not the case that we believe in him and we trust him that his forever plan his plan is is the end all do all his plan is the best his plan supersedes all of our plans and we we want that we we need that we crave that in our lives and they will never fail his plans will never fail when he last week our last um podcast we talked about vision he knows the visions and the dreams and, and the plans he has for us. He knows. He gave us those, and he knows it. 
that they are beautiful and they are tailor-made just for us. He gives us a future and a hope. It is beautiful. He knows the plans he has for us. He knows them. He knows them. And even though we don't always know them or we don't we don't think that the 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 current season that we're in has has any fruit or won't have any fruit in the end. It just feels grueling and and endurance does not feel good. I'll tell you that right now. Endurance and enduring and learning and, and learning about the fruits of the spirit and really practicing them, it's grueling sometimes. But know that as you continue to grow in these areas, we get stronger and God's plan becomes more relevant and or not relevant, but it becomes more apparent to us. Like, oh, all of these seasons, I am actually learning. I am growing. I am not in the same place I was last season or last month or last year. I can I can physically see the change. I can physically see the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and, and what the Lord is doing in my life and where I'm going might still be bleak and I don't even know and it's still unknown, but God is calling me higher. He's calling me to do more. He's calling me to trust more and read more and pray more. And I, I'm, my mind is spinning, but God, I trust you and I know that you're here for me. And this goes and ties into our second verse, Ephesians 2.10. We have become his poetry a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny that he has given each of us, that tailor-made I was talking about, he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. We have become his poetry. We are, we are art. We are wonderfully, we are beautifully made. He took his time with us. He, he thought about it. He put his heart into it. He put his image into it. He knows us from the inside out, the hairs on our head. You don't think he knows the plans? You think he just created these beautiful, wonderful creatures and then just threw us on the earth and just are, is sitting in heaven looking at us like, ooh, what are they going to do? Oh, Oh, are they interacting? Hmm. Like he, it's not like he just threw us on earth with no plans, no, no thought on how things were going to go or, or where we would end up. God knows everything. A recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given for us. Recreated people. That is a key word there because we have died. We have died to ourselves. We have died and we're resurrected with God. We were resurrected with Jesus. So we are a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny of God now. <laughs> First we we were we were fulfilling the destiny of, of, of the devil. We were doing whatever felt good. We were saying whatever came out of our mouth. We were just acting as if God didn't exist. And that like I say we were acting. <laughs> it was not our original intent. Because when sin entered the world, you know, you can see that in a in a baby, in a toddler, just crying and not being nice and saying mine and me it's like selfishness and you can see that in in, in babies and, and toddlers. But once we come to the realization and in the understanding of Jesus Christ that He is our Lord, that He died for our sins, that we are now 
that that we have now been baptized by the Holy Spirit, died and resurrected. Now we are to work and fulfill the destiny that the Lord has placed upon us, that the Lord has designed for us. We are joined to Jesus. Praise the Lord. I don't want to be joined to any body or anything else if it ain't the Lord, okay? Because while we are joined with God, we are able to lean on him and his faith and things that seem impossible and our purpose when we feel like, God, I don't know why you called me to this. This is way bigger than me. God is like, yeah, it is, but it's not bigger than me. I am with you. You have Jesus within you and you are in him. So that is so important to just remember that we are joined to Jesus. There's nothing and nowhere we can go and nothing we can do to ever be separated from the love of God. Even before we were born, he called us in our mother's womb. He knew the plans he had for us. He called us in our mother's womb. And even when before creation was made, he knew exactly who would have what child, when, what day, he knew it all. And he still worked around our personalities, our mistakes, our quirks, and our our experiences. He worked around all of that and still made beautiful and great plans for our lives. It says he planned in advance our destiny and the good works we would do to fulfill it. Good works. Good works. Even when we make mistakes, even when we turn and go astray, as we talked about last podcast, even when when we feel like we've lost vision and we lost purpose and we lost inspiration, like we are called to do good works. We are never too far from the Lord, that we cannot turn around, repent, and walk in the goodness and the righteousness of his love and in his forgiveness and his mercy. Okay? I just felt like I was actually talking to somebody there for a second, uh, specifically someone that is, is just struggling with that. Like, I, I just I keep making these mistakes and I just feel far from God and I feel like he doesn't love me. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can do to make God stop loving you. Yes, it hurts him. It hurts him so much. God is is the the God of love. But when we hurt him, God God feels more than than we can ever feel. Even in our worst time and our hardest time, like God feels like insurmountably more than that. So when he loves us, he loves us abundantly, exceedingly. And when we hurt him, he hurts abundantly and exceedingly. Like he he feels it every in every inch of his being. And we don't want to hurt the Lord. And and we have to remember that yes, God loves and it is unconditional and we are to be truly striving and working toward good and his righteousness and walking in that and learning. And you are forgiven, yes, but please remember that God, he, listen, and uh, and I, I know some people won't agree with this, which is fine, but we, we won't be here forever. We have to get to the throne of judgment at some time. And yes, it's, it's, you are covered and God does not remember your sins. However, we have to get to that throne of judgment and we have to to stand for the things that we've done. And you are forgiven, but please try and pray and join a community for for the, the mistakes that you feel like you just continually make. Like at some point you have to make a decision. 
Am I going to continue to let this overtake me? And yes, I am forgiven and I am loved, but you cannot continue to make those mistakes. No one knows the time or the hour that the Lord is coming back. Jesus himself does not know. He said only the Father knows. And when he tells me to go, I'm going. <laughs> I'm coming and I'm grabbing my people. We out here. Okay, we are out. That is not a direct quote from the Bible, but it is true. And we just have to get to a point where we're like, God, my, I'm seriously struggling with this. And you, have, you do what you need to do. If you feel like you need to go to counseling for a little bit or you, you feel like you need to, and it is actually written in the Bible, confess your sins that you may be able to help one another. Um, and, and if you really just need that help, search for it do it because like i said god loves you but you cannot continue to to make the same mistake over and over and over and over and over again and just ask for forgiveness and continue to do it knowing that this is something that is an issue so please just do what you need to do find a counselor uh tell your friends and family members who you can trust and who are in christ and sometimes even then people give you your their advices but you at that point like you truly need to seek god's face if you need to fast you need to pray do what you need to do to break that habit because that is not something that that should have control over you it is it is something that is lord it is something that you bow to and the lord is a jealous god we need to keep him first before anything else so I'll be praying for you, whoever you are. Um, And yeah. So we're going to go to Romans 8 and 28, where it says, So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Um, In the King James Version, this verse, uh, most people have heard that version. But it is all things work together for the, for the good of those who love God and are called to his purposes. And in this verse, I just want to highlight that it, it says that we are convinced. Convinced, which means it is, it is our foundation. It is not easily shaken. We are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. So even when the seasons are hard, even where there are storms, even when people have died, even when there is just just worldly unrest, that that everything that we have experienced, every every heartbreak and heartache and and all the things that we've experienced, all of it is continually woven together for good. Like God will take it and he will he will cover it. And he will make us stronger in the end. And he will he will take what we thought was just terrible, untouchable. Just God could never forgive me for this. He will take all of these things and turn it for your good. And there's somebody else who feel like, you know what, God, like I hear you. I've read this verse multiple times, but but you saw what I did. Like, did you really see? Like, were you really there? Like, and I did this consciously. Like, I I did this and god is wants you to know um yeah yeah because you're not the same person that you were and even if it was last night the fact that you're here listening to this you are not the same person you were still seeking god in some capacity and he wants to help you in that area he wants to increase you 
He wants you to know that he can heal you. And if you seek his kingdom first and his righteousness and all these things, all the healing, all the un- unrest in your soul, peace, you can have all of these things if you just seek him first. If you just turn from your evil ways and call him Lord, he is there for you and he is working together. He's working to to weave together all these things for your good. And he may even show you a vision or a dream of how he took that story. He took what you did. He took your mistake. And he can show you maybe you're on a stage talking to younger people or you're on the stage sharing your testimony or just the ways that God is showing you that he can turn it all around. There's nothing, nothing that you can, can do to separate yourself from his love. And if you would just say yes to being changed and transformed, he will say yes to your destiny and show you all that he has in store for you. And it will be beautiful. It will be big. And he will show you that you are, you are bigger and you are more important than you think you are. For we are his lovers. We love him. And please remember this verse is for those who love him. This is not for a verse for those who are far from him or don't say or don't care to acknowledge him, don't care to give bring him glory, don't care what they do with their lives, don't care that that he is hurt by our sins. This is not this is not for those who don't care or don't love the Lord. Now we can make mistakes and we can still love the Lord because guess what? We're human and I don't care if you've been following the Lord for two years, two months, 20 years. Listen, we make mistakes. We're human. We miss it. And he knows that. But the fact is we love him and we're trying and we're seeking his face because God is a reward of those who diligently seek him. He knows. He knows. But for those who don't love him and don't care to call him God, don't care that he is the Lord or believe in him. This verse is not for them. I'm sorry. And they're, sure, there could be people that don't believe me, but it it says what it says, for we are his lovers. And in the Ken, King James Version, it's like, for those who love him and are called to his purposes. So please know that if you are not Christian and you have not said, you know what, Lord, like you are my savior. I believe you. I place you the head over my life. If you have not done that yet, Please know that if you do decide to say, God, you are, I I love you. You are my Lord. I believe that you are are real. I believe you are the son of God. And I just ask for you to come into my life. I ask for you to transform me and renew me. I believe in you and I trust you and I love you. This verse is for you. Boom. That easy, that quick, that simple. This verse is for you. You will, like like it says, our lives are continually woven together for good. We're not dead yet, and we're not done making mistakes. God knows that continually. It's, it's still happening. It's working together for our good. It's, it's, it's something that, that will continue until we are perfected in the kingdom of God. But you got to love him. You got to say yes to him. And he will do what he says in his word also i just want to throw this point out here and this is like our, our our last point but god doesn't make mistakes 
I was um, writing this down, and I just felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to say this. Like, God does not make mistakes. He did not um, have your your dirt, your clay, and turn around and bump something, and it fell in. And he's like, oof. Uh, whoops. Well, I'm just going to continue to mold this, and hopefully no one notices. <laughs> like, that is not our God. He makes no mistakes. He knew the plans. He knew how he made you. He gave you those quirks. He gave you that nose. He gave you those eyes. He gave you that hair. He gave you every bit of the things that you feel like you love about yourself and also the things you feel like you don't like. You are special. You are tailor-made. It says that we have become his poetry. We are not mistakes. We're beautifully and wonderfully made. Like he, His plan for you was not a mistake. He did not give you that vision. He did not give you that dream. And be like, oops, you know what? I accidentally dropped that in your heart, in your mind. Um, that was actually for Jerry. Sorry. Like, no, <laughs> that was definitely not. That's that's not true. That's alive in a bit of hell. He definitely knows what plans he has given to you. And they are for you. They are for you. And some of you think, like, you know what? I don't really know what my purpose is. Like, I don't really know I don't know, I've just been working this job for 20 years, or I've been here, I kind of like float around, like, what is my purpose? My question for you is, what was the last thing that the Lord told you to do? Is there something, what was the last thing that God put on your heart? What was the last dream or last vision or last goal that you can remember that God gave you? And just, are you in that? Are you working in that? Are you are you doing what he says? Because how can he give you something more or another or more direction or other plans, you know, steps to take if you haven't even taken that first one? So that's my first question to you. My second is, what did you dream about as a kid before anyone told you that you couldn't do it? Before anyone said that you weren't good enough, before anyone said that that feels too hard or I don't think you're smart enough, before anything else, what what did you dream of doing as a kid? I was listening to a prophet. Her name is Dr. Jolyn Whitaker of Jolyn Whitaker Ministries, and and she brought this question to my attention. And at first, I was like, hmm. I mean, as a kid, like I I can remember. Maybe I was like four or five, just always wrapping my dog in toilet paper, saying that I was treating his wounds or wrapping his leg or his eye and and just saying, telling my mom that like, oh, I fixed him or whatever. Like, you know, I can remember doing things like that and always feeling like, you know, I wanted to be a veterinarian because I love, 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 love animals. And it's just like, how big were your dreams as a kid? you know, before anyone told you that that was hard and, and that you couldn't do it or maybe when when you just didn't feel lovable or didn't feel smart enough, like, what were some of those dreams? How did you dream as a kid? How big were they? And what's wrong with going back and saying, you know what, Lord, before all of this happened, before quote-unquote life happened, you know, like, I thought that I would be this, this, and that. And, and I'm not saying that you know, and this is not for everyone, like not everyone would be like, you know what, yeah, I am going to go back to school and do this one thing or get my degree in this. And that may not be the point for everyone. But what I'm saying is like, like your dreams, you, you, you thought you like, you didn't think that you couldn't. It was like, I thought this, I'm going to do it. You didn't worry about the money. 
You didn't worry about how long it was going to take. You didn't worry about who was going to stand in your way or if people would agree with you. You were just like, this is something I like and I'm going to do it. And I just love the, I just love the exercise of, of this question and that, that she gave because it reminded me that, you know, I, I never thought that I couldn't when I was a kid. And at what point did I lose my youthfulness? At what point did I stop believing that I had purpose? At what point did I, did I believe that the goals and dreams that I had for myself didn't, didn't surmount to anything? So I just want you guys to just take the time and do that. Just think about just how big your dreams were as a kid and, and why, why do you feel like you can't do some of those things now? If that is what God is telling you to do and say something pops up in your heart and you're like, huh, I did, I, I did want to do that. Like, wow, I, I forgot that that is something that um, God laid on my heart. And I just pray that the Holy Spirit will show you something and give you revelation about, you know, some of the things that the Lord had showed you in the past, especially for those who feel like you don't have any purpose. What is the last thing God told you to do? And and when was the last time you dreamed? Like you dreamed like a, like when you were a kid. What did you want to do? What do you what do you feel like God is? Where's God leading you in this time? I just want to just bring that to someone's heart, someone's intention, and just have that time with the Lord. Like don't do it by yourself. Invite Him into that space and just talk with Him about it and go through it and have some laughs with Him and just be like, Lord, do you remember? When I literally wrapped my dog's head in toilet paper and covered his eyes and this, y'all just, I was, I was interesting. I really thought I was going to be a veterinarian, but, but I didn't get too far. I'm still in the medical field and it's really beautiful and cool to see that. But I just like, I want to inspire you to do that and just have some laughs with the Lord and dream big with him and say, Lord, like, I want to dream like that again. I want to dream like I did when I was a kid. So I just pray that this word blessed you. I pray that you would just take the time and just dream, dream big, take the time to remember what was the last thing God told you and go over these verses again. Um, Psalms 33, 11, Ephesians 2, 10, Romans 8 and 28. And I'll have them in the description, but just take your time and just ask God, like, what's, what's my purpose here? And, and what, where are you leading me, Lord? So once again, I just pray this bless you and I pray that you have a beautiful rest of your day. And I just say, God, do something awesome for them and just show up and just be able and, and open their hearts and their minds to hear your word and hear what you have to say about this topic. Father God, bless you. Go out, everyone, and just have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.